0: Hello, combatants, and welcome to the Anything Combat podcast network world. I'm joined with my brother, John. You've never heard from him before. New guest on the podcast. Yeah, I'm a brand new guest on the show. Thanks for
1: having me on, Alex.
0: You're welcome, John. This podcast that I've created.
1: Yeah, so I just want to talk about some MMA with you, and I've got a quick little fact. What do you think about the statement? What are you doing? I'm listening to you. What do you think about the statement that featherweights that go to lightweight have had way more
0: success than lightweights going up to welterweight? Interesting. I don't know the stats, but people who go up to welterweight face difficulties typically. So I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with true featherweight to lightweight. Now think about this, but lightweight is a hard division.
1: Lightweight is the hardest division, even though in all combat sports, bantamweight's the hardest. Every every other sport, you mean? Every other boxing, kickboxing, MMA. It's just the UFC lightweight is the most difficult division. Swag. But truly, in the future, it might be bantamweight because bantamweight, and lightweight are the top two right now.
0: Are they the hardest? Because it's just impossible to knock people out. No, it's because featherweight featherweights
1: in the middle, and 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 they don't discuss like featherweight being the best division. It's either between lightweight and um bantamweight I but see. but yeah bantamweight is the is the most um difficult division in any combat sport if you go to any other promotion across mma when you go to any promotion and talk about their divisions bantamweight always has the best fighters it's it's because people are what five nine on average yeah and fucking 70 kg with a weight cut 62 kg yeah, that makes sense There you go It just happens to be that right now Maybe in a year's time it won't be But right now Lightweight's the best division And short so, people have more of an anger An internal anger They want to fight Yeah, full on So so the reason I bring this <laughs> up Is the four fighters That went from featherweight to lightweight Were Volkanovski Yep Tremendously Conor McGregor Yeah, of course Double double champ Dustin Poirier Did he? Charles, yeah, course, Charles
0: Ch- Charles Oliveira yeah, of course. All these featherweights, Dustin, the only one who who like hasn't gotten a belt somehow. Well,
1: Vogt didn't really win that lightweight fight, but against Islam Mak- Makachev, Islam Makachev.
0: Yeah, that's an arguable one. Yeah, I guess I guess you're right. Two just two blokes are just can't catch a break. Yeah. So, what do you think about
1: that? That these featherweight guys are like literally the best fighters at lightweight when they put on
0: a little bit of size. What is that? What the fuck is that? I don't know. I wonder if it's like the technical skill you learn at those lower weight classes where you where you just don't have that knockout power or as much. It's not like gaining 5 kilos is going to give you knockout power compared to being 5 kilos lighter, but potentially that that, that has a part to play. What do you think? Have you got an, have you got an answer? I
1: think that because when you're when you move from a lower weight class to a higher weight class, weight class you can cut more weight, and I feel like because lightweights in that perfect, perfect point that people at featherweight will be one seventy pounds, which is which is seventy seven kilo, and cut eleven kilo to get to sixty six kilo, right for right. featherweight, but at lightweight, people are going from eighty four kilo to seventy kilo. Dust kilos. Dustin's eighty four kilo, Makachev's eighty four kilo, fucking It's so shocking when big you look motherfuckers.
0: At this. Yeah, but they're not big because, like where like I'm eighty four kilos. Well, I'm like eighty six. Yeah, like they're not actually that big.
1: Yeah, they're it's
0: funny to think about. They're
1: still they're still short motherfuckers, but you know. Makach is that Makachev is like five ten. How many
0: inches do we have on these Oh, yeah, five ten, okay. So your three inches taller, I'm two inches taller than, than, than Makachev. Doesn't make sense. Like, to me, I look at him on the screen, he's huge. The guy's massive. His back muscles are fucking wild. He's, he's got that demon back, bro. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> By the time this comes out, Charles Oliveira vs. Benil Darius at UFC 289 has probably already taken place. Will take place, but I just want to touch on it again. Charles Oliveira, as we know, is my favourite fighter. Benil Dariush, after re-watching his fights with Edson Barboza and his eight-fight win streak, I've realized that Benil Dariush does everything that Charles Oliveira struggles with, and Dariush might go down. Like Everyone's like, oh, who's the greatest lightweight of all time? Dude, if Benil Dariush is the skill level that people are saying, like MMA guru and Lucas Tracy people— um, that will mean Benil Darush will beat Charles Oliveira, then go on fight Islam Makachev, beat him, and dude, on a real note, if he does those two, then whoever wins the BMF belt is probably beating them. That's three three uh insane wins. Like that. Yeah, but he's boring. I yeah, know. but he's
0: boring, but he's
1: boring. I actually don't mind Benil Darush I actually don't mind him. I like I like when when he lets his hair grow out and he's got the gray hairs he's just a nice dude I like his style I like his vibe if he had a real
0: actually yeah if, look I, I don't, tell but tell, you
1: haven't watched enough tape on him tell me why you don't like him no
0: nah, I just I don't mind him to be honest I'm just exaggerating no I, I used to think, dislike him my perspective on Benil is that is he's, <laughs> he's old my perspective on Benil is that he's like a little bit boring and unorthodox and he's he looks sloppy. I guess that's his style. I don't really rate how it looks and I don't really rate how he sells himself and I don't really rate a lot of how he, of, of the stuff surrounding him, the way he wins fights and um and that. He is obviously great cuz people just keep losing to the guy. They just cannot get in there and win. So He's got something sorted. He's got something sorted. He's got, he's got a style that people can't really adjust to. And even with all the tape that they have on him, they look at the way he throws, they look at his footwork, and they sort of evidently can't get anyone in their camps to kind of replicate the way he, he moves. So, look, obviously he's, you've got to give him credit where credit's due. He's, he's a great fighter. I just sort of am uninspired by him at the moment similarly i was uninspired by volkanovsky and that guy's really won me over so potentially you know he he pulls off a big upset well it's not a big upset because he's he's low-key a bit of a the betting odds are the lines are pretty close he's I probably going to be a favorite which is scary because charles is a champion a three-time champion regardless of the the weight cut issue um two-time champion and like yeah whatever i don't know how they they weigh it up but fucking 11 fight win streak at lightweight yeah. top three win streaks like crazy shit um if he comes in at a betting underdog that would be insane so i'll t- i'll tell you one thing
1: so dariush is like 32 now or some shit 33 he looks older i know he looks way older but here's the thing right what fights did he lose when you look, when you go back, what fights did he lose? I don't know. He actually lost against Barboza when he got in flying knee, right? Yeah. Now, what if I told you he won that fight up until the flying knee, right? Prime Barboza when Barboza was ranked th- third in the world, right? You are kidding? So that means he had a fight against Barboza when Barboza was ranked three. He was ranked five, but when he beat uh, Darius, he went straight to three. I see. So then, if that's if that's a loss that he had, what were the other losses? when he was younger. Like when he was out yeah, of his when prime. he was younger.
0: Like how Charles's losses are all when he was younger and in a different weight class. Except the Islam loss,
1: which is well, probably his, his yeah. most most actual loss his actual loss. So Dariush, um he said for the losses that he had previously to that, he there was there was a stint where he actually couldn't even train properly. And he said though, like the financial difficulties and the timing of everything. He didn't have the ability to train. And because of that, he couldn't even show what he could do. And he was younger out of his prime. So to be honest, I think that giving Darius the benefit of the doubt, he
0: might actually be, he might actually not be lying. Well, what's to say he's lying? I don't think he's lying. I just think that people uh, like myself don't rate him as highly, but I don't think that's like him lying.
1: No, I think he's, uh, I wouldn't, I would say like, oh, he's like, oh, my only loss is, you know, like I was younger and, you know, I couldn't even train. You know, people say shit like that, but they're fucking bullshitting. I don't think he's bullshitting. I think that he's proven in the last eight fights that he's got insane jiu jitsu, unorthodox striking that clips everyone. Um, that's the part I'm
0: the most worried about. Because Charles... Doesn't have any defense, both of them. Charles has head movement issues. Now, he's got new eyes. And his new eyes, evidently, didn't pay off against Islam. But he, you know, used a style where Islam just was able to grab him big time. I do not know if he will be more accurate or less accurate or the same with his new eyes against Benil. My bet is that... He's had more time to train now and adjust to the fact that he has good depth perception. In the past, he would talk about how he'd go into these fights and he wouldn't even know where the target was. He would pray. Like he, he, would, he would pray and he would still clip people hard, which doesn't even make sense. Uh, that punch against Gaichi that sent him flying, one of the only people to ever punch Gaichi like that. The
1: only person to ever drop Gaichi, I believe really
0: well, well, well okay sure i mean sure. well
1: well with a punch like that under that circumstance like like that was first round gaichi was fresh like with eddie alvarez gaichi was really hurt and he kneed him in the jaw and then gaichi fell to his knees but didn't get didn't get put down like with all with dustin uh punching he needed like 10 punches to put gaichi down and gaichi was still on his feet like Charles is the only person to grab Gaichi, punch him
0: once, and he like sits on the floor. Like, where the yeah. fuck am I? Yeah, like a one punch, you're on the you're on your ass. Yeah, sit him down. Yeah, yeah. agreed. Well, that's that's kind of what I thought. Um, so, so he's got that kind of punch power. Presumably, he's able now to find targets better. Presumably, like you'd think, he's had LASIK eye surgery and his eyes are now twenty twenty. Who knows? I just hope he's had time to adjust. I didn't think, and that was a concern of mine leading up to the Islam fight, I was so nervous thinking, look, he's going to have depth perception issues, he's had LASIK surgery like two months before the fight. Like, that seemed insane to me, and I was stressed about it. And look, I don't think that was a big like factor to play in the in the Islam fight. I don't think it was, but who knows? Who knows what it could have been had he still had his bummy eyesight. Like Maybe he's just a guy who's gotten so used to having that double vision for so many years that now that he's got it fixed, it's, um, it's slightly different for him. Who knows? I just hope that he's able to, um, to bring his A game against Benil, and I think he's going to want to win so much that, that it may even be a, like a, a disadvantage how much he wants to win because he just lost. And wants to prove himself right. Or, hopefully, he wants to win so much that nothing can knock him out. And that's also possible. Because we've seen he's just just able to take abuse. Who knows for how much longer, though.
1: If Charles Oliveira wins this fight, does he have to win another one to get the
0: title shot? Depends the way he wins it, I think. I actually think the UFC likes Charles, though. He's actually, got, he's actually got a huge following. He's got a big pull, yeah. So, so to me, I think a, good, a, a decent win against Benil gives him title shot, re-shot, because he was the champ. Um, whether, whether that's what his camp wants, maybe they want you know, Benil a tune-up and then Islam. Or I don't think they do, actually. They probably just want the belt and then to clear the division again. It's an impossible division. No one's re-won the belt at Lightweight, by the way. No
1: one. In the history? History of uh, the UFC not until 1997
0: till now. No one's re-won the Lightweight belt. That is insane. Charles may be the first person to ever do it. Well, Connor's still there. That is true. Yeah, you're, you're right.
1: Do you, kn- do you know what ha- needs to happen? Ben Neal needs to beat... Dar- uh, fucking Islam And Charles And then Connor needs to beat Chandler And then they'll throw Connor in there with them yeah. Connor will talk shit Fuck his mentor And then clip him with the same punch he hit Aldo with There's
0: <laughs> a <laughs> <Well, laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I can imagine that happening. And then, play. and then you could, and then you could actually hang it up in your house, like him with Aldo and him with Dariush. Same punch, same, same exact same punch, like replica.
0: <laughs> same punch,
1: yeah. I actually, that actually could happen. I'm not even, I'm not even That's lying. That's like potential because Dariush has no defense.
0: Dariush, of, Dariush is the of these three guys. Potentially the the best matchup for Conor. There's there's <laughs> holes there's holes in every single MMA fighter's
1: uh, game, and out of all of them, when you look at someone like Islam Makachev,
0: fucking Volkanovski showed what you need to do to beat him. You need to- there's a bit more of a game plan around him now, and I think Islam's camp's pretty scared about that, because because Volk was able to show certain techniques that that people, obviously Volk's amazing. That's the thing though, like you have to admit. Yeah, you can use the techniques Volk used. Yeah, are you actually gonna be able to pull it off? The guy was um the guy was doing all these types of hooks and I don't even know, like I'm not a jujitsu guy, but he was doing all these types of hooks and, and different counter wrestling stuff that, that I don't know if you'd be able to just pull that off. Especially when Islam was fresh. That's do, crazy. Do you know who, who studied
1: that and then taught it to him and then when it did it, no. So Gordon Ryan is the best jiu-jitsu yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, the know. guy below him, the Australian guy Craig Jones.
0: <laughs> what a name! That's such an Aussie name. Craig
1: Jones taught Volkanovski all how to how to counter the sambo grips, oh. and, and tell him how where to turn, what to do. And then when he went in there every single time, Vo, yeah. uh, Islam put him on his bum. Where it's like, oh, there's no chance. All You're all done over. now. Yeah. yeah, Volk went knee, knee turn out, clinch up to the feet. We're punching. Interesting. Okay, so so I'll, Craig Jones? Craig Jones? That guy's name is so stupid And then Islam said to Craig at the end of the fight he goes, "Why you not teach Vokanovsky how to get out of back mount?" Because you know how he was holding him in a backpack yeah. for the whole for the whole round. He actually did say that? Yeah, he Are goes you being serious. He goes, "Why you not teach him how to get out of back mount?" Yeah. And, wow. and Craig was like, all right, buddy, I know you, you won, all right, relax. Oh, he was just saying to rub it
0: in. Most, most likely. Islam's a bit of a weird character. Like, I, I've seen... All of them have of- ego. Yeah. K- uh, yeah. Khabib does as well. Khabib has...
1: Like, fake. Fake humble. Khabib, Khabib has real fake humble ego. Fake humble. <laughs> fake if you know MMA, it's fake humble. And don't even talk shit because I actually don't mind Khabib. He's is a great fighter and he's the goat of lightweight, but he's fake humble.
0: Yeah, he is. Um, anyway, but I've seen clips of Islam when he was younger and it confuses me because the guy looks totally different now. I feel like I've seen clips of Islam when he was younger and the guy looks totally different now and he speaks differently too. He just sort of has like a dumb face now. Like he, um, he speaks and he breathes, he breathes through his mouth more. Like the guy could kill me on the street, so I'm sort of scared to say anything. But, um, but the guy. Like, as a kid and, and as a teenager and a young adult, he looked very, like, put together and sort of switched on. And now he's got, like, a dumb look about his head. I don't know. Could be getting hit in the head. Um, the he guy, keeps his mouth open a lot, I do have to say. He keeps his mouth open. Which is, just like, but not what you meant. With Israel Adesanya doesn't keep his mouth open. In fact, he trains his, his mouth closed breathing. Wow. Water training. Wow. Israel Adesanya. <laughs> I did a whole podcast about how I hate city kickboxing, so we don't need to bring this up again. Please, we really don't. Israel's so- such a good fighter to be such a stupid fighter. He's so fucking dumb, man. Go wrestle. Go go and figure out your wrestling. He doesn't wrestling. have to. He doesn't have to. That's, that's the saddest part. Middleweight's so shit, he doesn't have to. If he goes to light heavyweight, he's fucked. He's fucked. There's like three people there, that, and that's the saddest part. There's not one person in middleweight yet. You know, people think Hamzat could come up. He hasn't been fighting. He's a a Walter White. He's a Walter White. Yeah, he's Walter White. Exactly. No middleweights except
1: Rob. And Rob's a counter wrestler. Yeah, Rob. Um, He actually won an Australian medal for wrestling, by the way.
0: For counter wrestling? No,
1: wrestling. Yeah, I
0: know. (laughs) You fucking shit. Rob, Rob, Robot (laughs) is a funny guy. Uh, I don't mind Rob, but he also annoys me too. Everyone from the Oceanic region annoys me, except for Volk now because he's so heavy. Yeah, and then he puts his hands up and he goes, he, he he fucking rocked
1: Islam. Islam looked at him trying to be defensive, put his guard up, and Volk, Volk did like a Western Sydney, like, hoodoos. He hoodoosed him in the cage. <laughs> yeah, he, he totally did. He goes, what now, bro? Yeah, he, yeah he, goes, he goes, what now? What now? Right, he's like, he's like, <laughs> Everything's about like proving people wrong With all of his like ad libs It's like yeah doubt me now <laughs> Yeah you doubted me like, Did he say that?
0: No it's like it's oh. that's the that's the vibe Everything gives off Like I fucking love how these UFC fighters Get like a catchphrase thing Connor's never had a catchphrase He just catches you in the moment with some dumb shit And then you know people repeat it And it becomes a catchphrase Usman? Usman? I was gonna ask it I was going to circle to Usman, that guy has catchphrases, he finds something to attack someone with, and then he doesn't know how to find a way out of saying that. You just showed me the clip of him in the press conference talking to Leon on the rematch of the uh, the third fight, I should say. And, um, <laughs> and he just kept repeating in a British accent, and I couldn't believe it. I couldn't, I actually couldn't believe he just kept repeating the corner advice that Leon gave him. He's like, he's letting you bully him, he's your bully him, son. <laughs> don't let him bully you, don't let him bully you. And like Leon's attempting to try and say anything and Usman just keeps cutting him off with, don't let him bully you. Also, I just completely forgot insane. about
1: Volkanovski, I compl- like I was trying to figure out what he said. Yeah, it's, you done, it's, you done. And also it's, it's, I'm too good. I'm too good. That's what he said to uh, uh, fucking Islam. he Yeah, I'm too good.
0: That is so stupid. And I love the way he was talking to him while Islam had his back. To <laughs> be honest, that's so Macedonian Sydney wog. Bo wog. I love wog. I love... You can bang he is, too. He's a great fighter, man. He... And you know what? He trains at City Kickboxing. Oh, yeah, yeah. but he also wrestles. He also goes and does camps at other teams that know what they're doing. No,
1: but he actually started, he started wrestling and grappling. Uh, elsewhere Yeah so, no, I get he, it. he went city kickboxing later For kickboxing Yeah and, and, and also he goes to Tiger Muay Thai I was going to say he goes to Tiger Muay Thai Which is Tiger Muay Thai is renowned for having drug cheats by the way and Yeah and Tiger Muay Thai Fucking who trained there Piotr Yan, Valentina
0: Everyone Comes up But everyone that goes to Thailand They all The, the drugs are super cheap and, and legal there you walk in, like you can see TikToks about it, but I've known about it a little bit longer than that. But you can see TikToks about it. And guys that, you know, look 17, 18, they travel to Thailand. They walk into the pharmacist and they're like, You have testosterone? You have you have bolon? And they're like, Yeah, we do. How much? Um, and it's like $9 a vials, like cheap as hell. So you could eat cheap, train cheap, live cheap, take cheap drugs, get huge in Thailand and then just fly out and and pound someone's head in yeah. in another in another country and take EPOs and for some reason never gas out never yeah who's 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 like on the hot list right now for EPO there's some there's some everyone's like gas tanks huge nowadays oh
1: marab marab and aljo are really interesting case studies um, for not fucking gassing out, Marab has the best cardio in the in UFC history right now. Like, yeah. statistically. how many
0: takedowns did he attempt against Piotr? Uh, it was like fifty-eight or some shit. UFC record, y- yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know if it was, but imagine how dis- Imagine being Piotr. Put yourself in Piotr Yan's shoes. You're 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 fighting this guy who just keeps who diving, won't stop diving into your legs, and you're thinking he's gonna hurt himself. And by the 50th takedown, you're mentally defeated already. You have to be. That's just (laughs) insane.
1: I'm confused about Marab in general. Like, I'm actually really confused. Because that clip of him swimming for two minutes
0: without coming up for oxygen once. Oh, the lung capacity thing that he did in, like, that hotel.
1: Yeah, he was just chilling in a hotel swimming for, like, two minutes. Yeah, they
0: had this, like super and long range And he jumped into the pool, remember? Yeah. He did that massive dive. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then he just swum the entire length and that pool was like actually 150 metres.
1: Yeah. Yeah, 200 metres. So pool. so just going back to one of the previous points about how each fighter actually has a weakness. You need to find it and then you can win the fight because you can't be S-rank with everything.
0: Like you actually can't. Connor knows that. That's an interesting thing because he... he, he, he one of his biggest strengths is getting under people's skin and getting into their head so that whatever techniques he has now he has great techniques in real life he's a really good fighter but it's elevated due to the fact that he's able to take advantage of people's emotions he's able to to make them fight stupid which a lot of people can't do yeah so
1: so with Dariush and Charles Charles's uh weaknesses uh when people wrestle him, right? Yeah. Uh, because he will allow you to take him down just to work his jiu-jitsu, right? But if your grappling's good enough, then it'll be all right. And then his second uh weakness. Pause it, though.
0: Whose grappling's good enough? Islam. Dariush is, but is Islam, it, but is it? Yes, he's won higher rank competitions than Charles, but but that isn't the full picture anymore because people develop skills outside of these comps. After they've moved to the UFC, and it's like it's hard to gauge who's better than who, um, like how Usman fucking says, you know, D one varsity or whatever the fuck he was saying, it's impossible to actually gauge. Like Usman's got great wrestling. Who's to say that Hamzat's wrestling is be- better or worse? Who's to say? We don't know yet because it's it's like you, you 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 were D one collegiate, but you haven't been in college for. For the the last fifteen years, mate. So how do you know? Where's your skill gone? Has it gone up or down? And whoever's adjacent to you in your field, is their skill up or down from where they were as well? It's impossible to tell after a certain period of of having stopped this competition. So Dariush you know, won higher rank medals. Did you mention in um in jiu jitsu strict jiu jitsu than Charles did? But who's to say? Who's to say where their skills are now? I reckon it's pretty even, but it's it's concerning. Like who knows? So,
1: the point about that is that it's not about it's not about the grappling. It's just it's just something that. Well, to be honest, I think that Darius could probably out wrestle um, Charles Oliveira, out, right?
0: Out wrestle or out jiu jitsu?
1: Out wrestle him, right? I don't think they'll go to the ground at all. To be honest, I think that's a really stupid idea to do because um, Charles is very good at cinching up things quickly, and I think Dariush will favour his striking over Charles's style because Dariush, you can actually you can make the argument that Dariush is uh, defensively more sound than Charles, and I can agree
0: with you with that. You're the one who mentioned that. Yeah, so you're agreeing with yourself defensively. I think you might be right. Charles doesn't move his head correctly.
1: Dariush doesn't either. I'm saying that Dariush's defense is better,
0: though. It remains to be seen, but, but I suppose so. I, I you know, Unfortunately, what I want to do is watch Dariush fights against similar people that we've seen Charles fight, but they've somehow fought totally different people. Correct. What the fuck is that? Yeah, like, when when, when was Benil meant to fight Dustin, Gaethje, um chandler like these people are in the same division it doesn't make any sense you want to know who it's like there's two separate divisions that they're keeping like out of each other's way yeah that that is true you do understand what that is though right yeah they're trying to find the perfect fights to put up so that they can make money yeah and they're gonna get their people that they want up there like they want connor because he brings in money so they're gonna want to try and get a path for him and that's what the Benil push is about.
1: What it, what it was is that they don't want newcomers up in the top of the division just yet, right? Yeah. So what they did is to fuck all the newcomers over. They put all the newcomers up against each other and all the older fighters against the older ones. They don't do any interchanging unless they pick someone like Islam. Now, here's the thing. Dariush and Islam were booked like three, four times for a UFC fight night main event. Like years ago? No, that like last 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 year they've been booked like three or four times
0: as a fight night
1: main event yeah
0: not a not a not on a pay per view on a fight night
1: fight night main event
0: weird and it fell
1: through every single time I I wanted to see that and I was pissed off when it fell through injuries or what I don't know like I I can't remember so with with the divisions with the young guys and the and the and the older fighters, they want to keep Dustin, Justin, and Chandler those three for as long as possible because fun. You, you can't get a boring fight out of them, and, yeah. and they're big names now, right? Somehow Chandler's gotten huge. Ch- I I don't know how that happened.
0: It's because he's insane.
1: Yeah, uh, his work, his work ethic, and testosterone levels just and just he's so crazy. Amer- he's so American. Like it's just so marketable. It's it is. It really is. So. When you talk about the younger guys who are actually better than some of these fighters, I'm talking, think about why they put Rafael Fazeev up against Gaethje. Why didn't they put Jalen Turner up against Gaethje? Like, Jalen Turner could literally beat Gaethje or Armin Sayukian. Potentially. Armin Sayukian beats Gaethje.
0: You reckon? Like, right now?
1: Armin Sayukian is, is, like, top four lightweights in the world, probably. Right, right. He can out-wrestle, he, he's, he knocks people out with head kicks He can box really well, he's got good head movement He can out-wrestle Dagestani guys it, Islam's closest fight was when, when, with, with, with Armin And Armin was 22 at the time and that was his UFC debut And that's still to this day his closest fight with uh, Volk as well Volk and Armin were his toughest two opponents uh, Sure, yeah, right, I see So Armin Sayuki is top four in the world and we'll get to that title shot and they're just waiting as long as they possibly
0: can to string these
1: guys to out. To string Justin, uh, Dustin, Chen. They they don't care about any of these guys that are in the lower from, from top 11. Well, they don't care about them unless they've got big names, right? Correct. If they had big names like Islam, then they would get a push. And that's what he did. Because the second that Dariush fight fell through, instead of giving Dariush the title shot, they gave Islam the title shot.
0: And you know what? Benil keeps kicking himself into the ground. I, I don't know a better expression than that. He's just, like, liven up the microphone. You, you've got you've to sell stuff, man. You've got to sell yourself as a fighter, as a fun fighter. This job is not about fighting. It's about marketing. Yeah, 100. Every sport is. Every sport is. Like, the, the athletes that do the best are also the most interesting man like i don't know look at basketball michael johnson it, it, you know potentially you said michael w- johnson was, oh my god michael johnson yo <laughs> michael jordan <laughs> michael johnson one of the most um influential basketballs of all time michael johnson can one 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 punch knockout three point power.
1: Yeah, go to bare knuckle Michael Johnson. Relax that would, that getting would, flatlined by yeah, unranked fighters. Stop getting flatlined
0: by unranked fighters, please. He's got a, imagine him yeah, that's a crazy point of view. I know. I know, I only have the best takes. <laughs> okay. You know, Michael Jordan, yeah, he was an amazing basketball player. He was also fucking interesting to listen to and he built a brand around himself. All right. Let's go a parallel person. Um that that was on the same team. Scotty Pippen, you know, like, great basketballer too. Did he have the marketing that Michael had? He might have been a better character, but he didn't market himself enough. He didn't market himself. Now, Michael's probably better than Scotty, so that's kind of a shit description. Yes,
1: but you know, you, you but know what I mean. But the point
0: is, is that Conor McGregor markets himself. <laughs> uh, we're back, so when well, we... We're back, they're like, what where'd we go? They don't know, cut it out. Joe
1: Rogan says shit like that. I'm going to leave this in there. Okay, so basically top top 11 to top um, 30 lightweights in the world. You're asking me? No, I'm telling you. I'm just waiting for you to get off your phone.
0: I was listening.
1: So top eleven to top thirty, that range of lightweight. Top eleven to top thirty. Top now, thirty to fill in
0: the gaps. Like yeah. how fucked is that? Yeah. I don't know. So
1: so all these guys are from the Caucasus regions, and all... <laughs> this Caucasus region they are, shit's hilarious. Yeah,
0: I know. Yeah, so you got you got Gudam, G- You got. Can you define to the folks at home what the Caucasus region is quickly? It's like Russia,
1: Georgia, Armenia type area, right? Yeah. Okay, so now and Kazakhstan, I think, is in there. So. You got Damir is 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 Magulov, right? You got Gudam Goodaleze, you got Armin Sayukin. you got Matjusz Gamrot, you've got well Rafael Fiziev. We already know him. You got the new Nurullo Alive, right? All these guys, all these guys could beat top five lightweights right now. All these guys, actually not fucking Gudam, but but with the right matchups, they could get wins. Be- but because they don't have a fucking name. You're not going
0: to put them up against there. How many of these guys speak English? That's a big thing too now. Like, fucking none of them. I think Armin. So that's the thing, right? As, as unfortunate as it is, I don't think it's necessarily the, the right way that that's the, this is the case. But if you don't speak English, man, w- w- what are you expecting? This is, this is a promotional sport. Like, it's called... Like it's, <laughs> they're not called um, fighting companies. They're called promotions. Yeah, you're promoting. And and the people who run it are promoters. It is about getting buzz and people in on seats, selling tickets. It's about pay-per-views. Like, it's a a model. It's not about fighting. Fighting just sells. It's part of the picture. Um, You've got to market yourself. And that's the saddest part. Like, a lot of guys can't do that. And it's unfair because really, like, big fans of fighting... Just want to watch fighting, but that's not what fighting is. I'll tell you, I'll tell you just right now just
1: one of the guys that will never get a push and no one knows about him. He's actually fighting soon. Demir is Magulov, he's from Kazakhstan. Do you know what his record is? He's from Kazakhstan, yeah,
0: crazy in MMA,
1: lightweight, hardest division in the UFC. His record's 24 and one.
0: When was his one?
1: Uh, like early in his career, early, it's always, And and then who did he lose to? Um, Armin Sayukian That's his oh, most recent loss So now he's 24 and 2 Right oh, 2 okay. So But here's the thing A fighter like that Who has That level of skill That level of wrestling And boxing Dude On a bad night You chuck him up against A, a Fucking Drew Doba, Probably could beat him You chuck him up against Chandler Dude Like You know what I mean Chandler might fucking gas out Like he always does D- Yeah Chandler's 38 Or some shit like you know, you know what you know I mean. Like 37, 38. He has like. seven children. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so back to my point that I wouldn't, that I couldn't finish because of you. Thanks. Every single fighter has a way that you can beat them, right? And all has weaknesses. The amount of weaknesses that you can mitigate um, shows that you're a good fighter. Like. Dude, there's a weakness Volkanovski has and and when it happens everyone's going to be like, "Oh, no shit." Like Leon Edwards totally exposed the fact that that um Kamaru's striking mainly was probably like threat of takedown and the fact that his hands were sloppy. Dude, Leon out outbox- put put them in boxing uh put him in a boxing ring. Leon outboxes Usman for
0: like yeah, yeah, but 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 Usman out wrestles the guy when he's younger, because it's all about age. So all so many factors. Yeah, so there's so many factors. Yeah, but, you the, can put them in a boxing
1: ring, but it's MMA. Yeah, so. there, there's a way there's a way to beat everyone. And Islam, Islam, he's so defensively sound. Like the stats on his defense, crazy. He yeah. he took more punches in the Volkanovski fight
0: than he has taken in his whole like UFC career or some shit. Well that was the same situation with um now this is not to say that Hamzat is defensively sound because he went out and put his hands down against Gilbert. Yeah and just swung. But, but the guy absorbed um like a a total of he in his in his all his fights prior to that, he had absorbed X amount like of two strikes. or three or some shit. Yeah. He he didn't, you know, double, triple, he didn't Tenfold. He like a hundredfold. hundredfold. He a hundredfolded his history of past yeah. strikes total. Yeah. Absorbed. So also bringing up a uh, shout out
1: Jaltan Almeida for doing what Hamza Chumayev did, but did it on a like a five or six fight win streak at heavyweight. Hasn't been touched uh, by any fighter. That and guy j- looks amazing, by the way. And yeah, on the juice. And he just had a fight with uh, Jazinia Rosenstrike and Rosenstrike landed uh, nothing as well. So When? Just last week? A couple weeks ago. It was just a bullshit fight. Same oh. one that uh, Ian Gary knocked out D-Rod
0: with the head kick. Ugh, oh, whatever. Shit yeah. card, really, but... Ian Gary fighting D-Rod. I, and,
1: that, and that's also when Johnny Walker said... Anthony Smith said, And I'm
0: in Australia, so I'm not scared
1: to say it. Anthony Smith said to Johnny Walker... Oh, you know, hey, Anthony Smith. You, you're attacking my
0: family. <laughs> Remember that? Oh, yeah. You know that? That's that fight night. I don't mind Anthony Smith. He's just too American You're attacking me. my family. Uh, decent card, decent card. Anthony Smith is just too American.
1: Guy looks like an American brick. He's still got PTSD from those, that guy breaking into his house. Well, that's
0: fair. You're attacking
1: you, my family. You can't argue against that. No, he's in the cage. You're attacking my family. Johnny, Wa- Johnny Walker said, what? Oh. Anthony Smith said, you're attacking my family. Johnny Walker said, what are you saying? No way. In the cage, haven't you seen?
0: No, so is that him Okay, hold on.
1: Pause. He's having a PTSD episode in the cage. Yeah, or or is it him attempting to That's tr- what that's what everyone said. <laughs> everyone said that he's trying to do it on purpose to, to get, give himself to get like a quick up.
0: revive. You know how like um Give Eddie, himself some juggernaut. You know how Eddie Hall, um for the strongman training yeah. for his five hundred kilo yeah. deadlift. Yeah, my family's trapped underneath, underneath he, the underneath He he did psychological <laughs> training to get, to get him to get himself so psychologically hyped to lift a car off of his dying daughter. Yo, play the clip of that. (laughs) Can't to him lifting. Yeah, play the clip. (laughs) On the podcast, play the clip. Can't to him lifting the thing. So he got himself psychologically hyped for that. Potentially, Anthony Smith's attempting to do the same thing with his PTSD. You're attacking my family. You're attacking my family. I can't believe that. Johnny Walker's insane as well. I love that (laughs) guy. Just let's talk about every fighter in the UFC for this podcast. <laughs> All right, I'm going to name – how about this? I'll name
1: a fighter, you'll say like a phrase, uh, and then you'll name a fighter and, uh, and then I'll say a phrase. Okay, oh, ready? This will be fun. You ready? So uh, – Triple
0: banger lightning round. Okay, okay, you ready?
1: Yeah. Um, The division's band, Corey Sandhagen.
0: Yeah, thin, tall, kind of cool, redhead. Get out of here, mate. Kind of a little bit autistic. Yeah, autistic. Do you do you, know, do you know what he said? He said some shit like
1: when I go in there I just I just hope that the opponent like like can never make it out of there again
0: or something like he good, just want to end their life yeah, or something. Yeah, good mentality. Yeah, great mentality. I'm not doing the division thing. I'm just going to name yeah. fighters. Ryan Hall,
1: uh Tapuria Odom, and I'm not going to stop talking about how good Tapuria is.
0: But the wizard,
1: okay, so um I'm going to I'm going to say Raphael
0: um Rafael Alves. Uh, yeah. The guy uh, that did the backflip. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't know too much about the guy other than the backflip. <laughs> and
1: the, and the, and you know how he did that like three sixty spin to get to his feet from like yeah. bottom
0: position. Ultra athletic um made, made of muscle and 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 tendon. Yeah, and and flexible tendons. Teacher Dillashaw. He
1: he is uh, like the biggest fucking cheater ever. Yeah. That guy is one of the worst people like in the sport. If you're not cheating, you're not trying to win. Yeah, I, I totally agree. To be honest, I totally agree. Even though he's still an asshole, I think that completely justified. If you want to be the champion and you don't have like, the skills for it or you're doubting yourself, fucking take EPO, then head kick someone.
0: Yeah, it's I love simple. how he. I love his guard, man. The way he like shells up with one yeah, it's hand. Yeah, sick. It's like it's cool. He looks it's insane. Sick. And then Cody
1: No Chin threw three punches from the same arm at him. Oh, fuck that and guy! He so
0: him. <laughs> stupid.
1: Cody Garbrandt actually won his last fight. I'm so proud of him. Finally, he has one of my top five knockouts
0: of all time, though. You he, know that. he
1: beat he beat a guy with a record of like eight and four or some shit. That and one, I'm like, that, thank God that
0: one where he illegally holds the yeah, fence half and eye, charge, half eye eye charges, eye charges his punch up and then stands up with the punch like it's just the most force generated possible lands perfectly too just an insane knockout amazing yeah love but, you cody yeah. and cool tats too have you seen cody uh without a beard no chin have you seen him with just a mustache does, he shaved and he took a photo have you seen it does he look like a bobs burgers character where he has no chin Dr. Get, Seuss get, character? get the photo up real quick on the podcast <laughs> get oh, it i've got the photo up phone. right now yeah. on your phone oh wow <laughs> on your phone no, actually take a look at it jamie pull that up cody garbrandt no beard all uh, right cody gobrant cody cody Garbrandt. cody garbrandt no beard first time i shaved in six years wow the guy looks amazing <laughs>
1: i know dude that's what he i'm saying
0: so, he looks so young <laughs> that's what i'm saying he looks like he hasn't been concussed ever this guy could go on a runway why does he look so nice I know. Oh, what a nice little boy. Yeah, his, oh, his beard is horrible. I know. I don't know why he's kept it this long. It looks like shit. Him with the, just the thin mustache. Look, like it's a thin. It's a thick mustache, but it's, the hair's are short. Can we, just, can we just please talk about how Cody was an
1: undefeated bantamweight champion? Like, the hardest division in MMA history. The, he's the undefeated, undisputed bantamweight champion of the world. Ah, oh, poor guy. And then went proceeded to
0: lose every fight after that. It's weird when like you you look like guys like this, and they and they, the way they lose is like you don't have a fight game right now. Oh,
1: yeah, I'll tell you, I'll tell you who they're putting him up against for his next fight. They're thinking of doing Dominic Cruz versus him too.
0: Oh, I've I've expressed this to to you, John, quite often. Dominic Cruz has too many injuries to be. A fighter right now What are you talking about You got a head kick By Cheeto Vera <laughs> I love Cheeto too Guys with tons of tattoos All over Cheeto looks like The back desk Of a school Cheeto looks like A Skate 3 character Cheeto looks like A Skate 2 character More like Cheeto looks like A WWE 13 creator character Circling back To the topic That's actually at hand For this podcast That's hosted on YouTube. Chob- You, for you, Johnny, John, hey John, for your next celebrity UFC interview, you yeah, should you should be sponsored by Tower Defense Mini Clip, <laughs> Tower Defense Mini Clip online game, Flash player. So circling back to what we were actually talking about, which was Charles Benil. Um, I want Charles to win. I think Benil will win, and that's just devastating to me. What are your thoughts? Yeah. Cool, man. Um, <laughs> what's the fight the following pay-per-view?
1: Uh, UFC 290. I think it's Yair yeah, yeah, Volk. Oh. Also, by the way, UFC 300. Yeah, going to lose that. I'm also, sorry also, to say. Also, UFC 300, just quickly. Jim Miller has fought on UFC 100, 200, and now he's booked for UFC 300. Please let that happen. Yeah. And he's won every single fight, 100 and 200. For, he won both
0: of those. Wow. Imagine being the only fighter to win... to, to to win a, a hat trick on the hat trick centennial. I know it would be it would be like like I think Jim
1: Miller will actually get popular because of it. Like Potential. it would be such a well, ridiculous. How old is Jim? Isn't he
0: 43? He's like
1: forty three? Forty, he's knocking people out. All they right. fed him like a guy that was supposed to be good, and he knocked
0: him out in first twenty seconds. Well, I hope they feed him a guy who's like roughly accurate for for what he needs to do to pull off that that three hundred win. That'd be mad. He head kicked Cowboy and guillotine choked him. Like he's actually getting wins. Interesting. But Cowboy's kind of fallen off. He's just gotten old.
1: Also, by the way, he he fought Alex Hernandez, who's, like, decent. And uh, they split decision for Hernandez. But really, it was a robbery. So, Jim actually won that one as well. So, it's three
0: in a row, really. Yair versus Volkanovski. Yair versus Volkanovski. Yair by head kick? Yair versus Volkanovski. Um, I don't think that Yair has as much of a chance as potentially people are saying. I think... Why? Yair... Takes so much damage and gets hit so much in he's, his fight. He's got he, Mexico chin. He's scraped through so many wins and it's like
1: a dangerous level to be. What are you talking about? Which ones has he scraped through? Well, Korean Zombie when he did the up elbow, he was losing in that fight. That's what I'm saying. Well, he didn't win the fucking Max Holloway
0: one. Johnny, that's what I'm saying. Well, he did get clipped in the first round <laughs> against Josh Emmett. Oh, you're right. Wait a minute, that's what I'm saying Well, he never fought Zabit Magnamary Sharipov Oh, I wish that guy We've name-dropped maybe 37, 38 This is going to require a lot of editing We've name-dropped maybe 52 fighters this podcast
1: yeah, people, people were like, oh, you, uh, back in the day when, when, this, when everyone said that this was going to happen, like, oh, the good old days, and it shows undefeated Costa with the middleweight strap. It shows wow. Zabit Magomedsharipov Sheripov with the featherweight belt, and it shows, like, um, another fighter that, like, fell off.
0: Interesting, interesting. I, I think Volk is just too good right now. I think Volk is literally... I'm too good! You're not, but I think he literally is. <laughs> Dude, S-rank, I'm too good! S plus. He's
1: he's top ten MMA fighters of all time, by the way.
0: He found all the three hidden rings on the Sonic and the Hedgehog um, Phantom Werewolf game in each level. He found all three rings and he got S plus rank. That's what sort of the kind of fighter he is. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Volkanovsky is top ten fighters of all time. And I think that him I think that because the BMF is around and because Dariush Charles is happening, Volk already has his title shot like ready to go. Yeah. There might be a scenario, I'm not even joking, there might be a scenario where Dariush fights Islam, Dariush wins, then BMF, uh, fucking Justin and Dustin, um, Fight Justin wins. Justin fights Benil. Justin becomes undefeated, like undisputed champion at lightweight, and then Volk moves up and has to fight Gaethje for the belt. Like you do understand that actually could happen.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, potentially. Yeah, of course it could happen. By the no, by the end of the year. There's <sighs> a lot of pe- puzzle pieces to play with, but if if my alliteration serves me correctly, but I think the the chances of of some of these things happening are, are quite high. Like some of the things that you're, you're theorizing, like this Connor pathway thing, like the
1: things you yeah. just mentioned. Yeah,
0: these things are all like very true.
1: Do you know what they want for Walter White though? They want Colby v Connor. They actually want that. What like they wanted Walter White. They, yeah, exactly. So Connor
0: v Leon is a better fight than Connor v Islam. Connor v Leon is is so scary. Yeah, Leon wins that. He's just got more ring time. Connor just does not have the ring time. Connor's a great fighter without ring time. Like the guy just doesn't have ring time. I don't. I don't. I do not know what else to say. The guy needs to fight more, and the only way he can fight more. Is by is by fighting lower rank people more consistently. Yeah, but, here's but the thing but I just how told are you. you do that?
1: I just told you the up and comers. You put him up against Fazev. Fazev can knock him out. You put him up against Jalen Turner. Jalen Turner submit, submits him after dropping him. You put him up against Arman. Arman will rip his That's face open with I'm elbows. S- I
0: agree with you. I completely agree with you. And they've picked the only guy in the division that he could possibly That will be. gas
1: out. Round two. Chandler. Imagine, imagine Connor's like, oh, oh, my God, I'm gassing. And then he looks at Chandler. Chandler's like, I don't want to be here anymore. He's like, all right, same hook he hits Aldo with. <laughs> <laughs> Why
0: do you keep bringing up <laughs> the, the exact Ald- same punch? So Connor knocks out Aldo, <laughs> Benil, and Chandler. Jake Paul. And Jake Paul. With the same
1: punch, and then moves up to middleweight. At this, to middleweight, no,
0: you dodge Yeah, at this point, forget Walter at this White. point,
1: Blahovich has actually moved down. Is middleweight champion. Yeah, and he beats uh, Blahovich via he, left, left hook. Same punch. <laughs> <laughs> I kid you not. I can't make this up.
0: <laughs> you can't make it up. Uh, I see, Benil. Potentially winning I want Charles to win And I'm gonna put money on Charles But I don't see him winning And I'm gonna put money on Volkanovski um, If Yair somehow beats Volkanovski Head kick, round three If Yair beats Volkanovski But Volk's head might get kicked But he's got He's got a huge chin Volk, I told you about how every fighter has a weakness People
1: land head kicks on Volk, and the only person that can do lightning quick—imagine yeah, leg, 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 body, leg, head kick. Yeah, flatlines him. It's pretty bad. Just like Leon. Leon's a good head kicker. We fucking didn't think we didn't think that he would have had a bad susceptibility to it, Kamaru. You didn't think ex- about headshot dead. Fucking fucking hit him with one in the second fight. You didn't think about don't let him bully. And you then know he know. hit him with two or three in the third one. He he had his guard up, but it, you know he still hit him. He still landed them. It's a good point. That's it's- the way to beat Volk. You need to flatline him with a head kick,
0: and yeah. he's short as well, so you can get more whip on it. Yeah, I guess you'd be able to have get better angle because he is quite yeah, he is quite tall. He's look, like five eleven, by the way. He's st- taller st- than Islam. I still see Volk winning, just just due to the fact that he just keep because walking. he's the goat. He'll just keep voluming him. Also, by the way, no interim
1: champion in the UFC for featherweight has never not won the belt. Every interim you, champion. You phrased that so. Every badly. interim featherweight champion has
0: won the undisputed title. Has gone on to win it. Yeah. Every single one. So, and you, you get an interim belt, therefore you'll just you'll become champion. Like, you'll don't win. Even don't even worry about it. Don't even train, don't even have a fight camp
1: Correct Alright So the inverse before we go So the inverse of all the favourites Would be that Charles wins against Dariush Fucking Dustin beats um, Fucking Gaethje And then Chandler beats Connor That would just fuck everything over
0: The amount of money the UFC could make off of that one division like selling all those fights and all those wins and all the promotion and the following... What
1: else is there? Amanda Nunes versus... Who is she fighting?
0: uh, I don't know. I don't don't care.
1: No, no, no. no. Who is she fighting? Amanda? Yeah. Herself at this point. Irina Aldana was the correct answer. Uh, That's what I said. You did. (laughs) Same left hook. (laughs) For her. Irina, no, Irina's a good boxer. She knocks out Amanda. Same left hook. I hope I hope Irina Aldana beats um, Amanda, and then that would mean that they have fucking, like, they will have Yaya as the champ, and then whoever, Alexa Grasso, and then Irina. They'll have three Mexican champions all in one go. I'll be happy with that
0: shit. And then they'll have UFC Mexico. Yes. Are they still working on UFC Africa? No. Because they don't have any... African champions anymore. They waited so long. No, Israel has, Israel's there. But he's Auckland, New Zealand.
1: Yeah, he's he's Or he's Chinese.
0: Yeah, they're the two companies he... They're the two countries he represents. Yeah, company. All right, guys, podcast over. <laughs> Bye. Stay strong. Hit the pads. See you next time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, thank you for tuning in. Thanks for listening,
0: guys. I'll catch you next time on my podcast.
1: Alex is releasing his new podcast. Fighting. On YouTube. Yo, Job. I don't know how
0: you're going to edit this. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't know how you're going to edit this. All right,
1: lads. We'll see you in the next one.